0: Love
1: Talk Radio Ladies and Gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, and that means it's time for the Art of the CEO the show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I'm your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymous Bosch of business. And every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the art of the CEO streams magically through the overwhelmingly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download our episodes by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash... The Art of the CEO. Yes, that's blogtalkradio. dot slash the Art of the CEO. And whether you are a Colorado CPA whose expertise in helping healthcare companies is nudging you toward an exploratory M um, and A career, or uh, you are a nationally renowned sculptor who, despite top honors and commissions in his home nation, is now emigrating to a land more accepting of his artistic freedom, like Joseph, we're here to bring you the sage council of business masters to help your career and your ventures. Now, today's episode is entitled, Websites, Ready or Not, the Future is Here. And here to guide us through the cyber maze is the noted expert and CEO of Princeton Internet Group, Mr. Web Creator to the Fortune 500, Rob Freedom. And yes, We are today going to take a very honest look at your old website in the new and severe light of today's new generation of web users. I mean, do you really have to shrink the entire business presentation online down a smartphone size, or do I need videos? Uh, Are they old or new? And what three principles do I really need to turn my website into a profit-making machine? or And what three things are going to drive my customers far than my competitors' hands? And finally, what in heaven's name does a really good, profitable website look like? We are headed toward 2016, folks, so why not bring your primary spokesperson into the present? But before you reshape your entire online presence to match all your panting customers, why don't we take a moment out there to supply you with a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom? First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the Good Lord has gifted you, (coughs) excuse me, that the uh, Good Lord really has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you take hold of that fallow inner strength and bring it to bear on some nasty practice you'd love to get rid of? Or will you continue to let all those weaker and less enriching practices triumph over you? The choice is truly yours. And... As our second utensil, it is time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book. So let's thumb through here. All right. Oh, I found it. This is it. Number 29, in honor of today's featured guest. Cyber based companies all start up so marvelously until their technopreneurs realize that you just can't fax an anvil to Kansas. <laughs> So as an afterthought allow me to note that uh, at some point every businessman and woman must lift his or her eyes up from that screen get your hands dirty in the very real world if you seek success it is time for you to hoist yourself from the chair meet your clients and get about fulfilling her every desire and as a third utensil perhaps we should call today's uh, utensil the circuit spoon right now we will give you the answers to last week's business quotation and today, before we leave the air, we will broadcast another quotation, and we invite you to email us the name of the author as you believe him or her to be. Simply write down that name and mail it to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are correct, we will send you a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books bookstore. So... Uh, The author of last week's quote, that is, the individual who said, uh, you can fool all the people all the time if the advertising's right and the budget is big enough. (laughs) Those words were spoken by none other than one of Hollywood's greatest moguls, Joseph E. Levine. So, now let's dig into today's Feast of Wisdom and plunge into the worldwide webs under the deft guidance of Princeton Internet Group CEO, rob freedom rob how are you doing today i'm well how are you oh life is good life is good i can't believe how warm it is here in december uh, and absolutely you know we'll I'd, take... I'd like to start uh, what was you say?
0: i said absolutely we'll take that we'll take the warm weather
1: absolutely when we can when we can uh, warmth is good. Uh, you know, Rob, I, I was wondering if if you could uh, sort of educate our listeners a little bit. Could you could you describe exactly what Princeton Internet Group does and why you're at it? Could you kind of define the differences between a web designer and a web creator and some of the other confusing pieces of of, of your trade?
0: Sure, I'd be happy to. And and let me just add that uh, unfortunately, I think we're getting a little bit of a, a a rough connection on our uh oh. our call here so I may need you to re- repeat things from time to time or vice versa if I break up on you so sorry All right
1: all right I thank you for for making me aware I hope this is a little better we'll try to make it a little better and clear for you go ahead
0: So so Princeton Internet Group or Ping for short uh we are a full service web design print and interactive marketing agency uh where we find strategic consulting uh creativity and technology to provide innovative and unique business solutions for our clients. Uh, so examples of that can be uh run the gamut from traditional marketing uh and advertising, you know, helping people to revitalize or rebrand uh their company, a new logo, uh you know, right. uh, new and 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 obviously with internet in our in our name we we sure. were it uh, in in 1995 which was really kind of uh, at the uh, emergence of the of the World Wide Web as a sort of a commercial uh, uh, force to be reckoned with and uh, mm-hmm. so I remember
1: it well so we, you
0: know, we have that those traditional marketing and advertising and and technology uh, that that pedigree we're very much uh, our wheelhouse and our focus has always been uh the the world wide web, which of course has now grown to become more and more ubiquitous in our, our, our business uh uh lives and and even just in our daily lives uh so really? you know we provide clients with practical advice and ideas uh and solutions on how to to meet their uh online challenges and uh you know the 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 web is you know a constantly evolving uh, medium where uh what what worked for you ten years ago may not uh be the right solution today so in in a way well right, yeah. you no know,
1: well now when uh, I, that, that that is something but when i go to uh, when i go to uh, get a business card or i, I go to the to, to someone's site and it, and they say they're a web designer now what is that versus someone who creates or makes websites is there a difference or not?
0: I, I I think there is. I mean, the, the the terms have somewhat you know gotten morphed into where they're used somewhat interchangeably. But a mm. web designer, I would typically think, is more on the graphic interface side of things. So that's somebody gotcha. that you know uh-huh. uh, is is more of a pure designer, not necessarily a programmer. Um, so they're helping uh-huh. come up with the look and feel of the website, but not necessarily. Doing all of the uh coding and programming that helps to uh you know uh inform the functionality of the website
1: however so i want to, i want the when I want a chunk of code done a certain way I, I i want that 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 programmer and i want so i want i well i really want both those capabilities but I, I'm glad you set that straight for us you know as I read. Ping's client list, Rob. Is this, it's like going through a roster of corporations I wish I owned stock in. I mean, you've got, well, you've got Dataram, you've got Liz Claiborne, you've got Pfizer, Hewlett packard Sony, and on and on and on. And so before we kind of wander off into webs per se, I was wondering if you could tell us, just how you go about landing one of the big boys, the the Fortune 500. I mean, I, sure. I, I'm not quite sure you would just wander into the office and say, well, you know, Liz, I think the Claiborne team needs an eye for smart design. And fortunately, here I am. How <laughs> do you do it?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, uh, for starters, you know, the, the list of uh, clients that we have uh, listed on our own website, that's a list compiled over 20 years of being in business. And, and of course, we're going to list the more recognizable names. Uh, yeah. Ping was fortunate to have been early entrance into the web design and development field uh, before it got overly crowded, frankly. And, and uh, we were we were relatively quickly able to establish ourselves as local and regional experts. And of course, being in Princeton, right. we're in a, a very fertile area for all kinds of Fortune 1000 and you know and beyond. Uh, Types of organizations and, and companies. Um, I also think we did a, a very good job of networking and getting the word out about our capabilities. Uh, we got some clients like New Jersey Transit, for example, uh, via exhaustive RFP processes that that I I wouldn't wish on uh, on my worst enemy. Uh, and other <laughs> ones were more about knowing people and being in the right place at the right time. Which let's face mm-hmm. it,
1: that,
0: that makes business go around. Uh, you know, in general. So, it know, does
1: indeed. It does indeed. I think that's that's a lot of it. People tend uh, to forget that 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 fate uh, plays a great hand, and somehow fate seems kinder to you when you work like hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I was See, wondering you? now. that you obviously, uh, as you say, you've been in it for twenty years. You've seen this. The website, as we now use the term, has changed dramatically. I mean, well, one example being that, that 58% of all website visits are uh, made via smartphones. Now, and and I was wondering if you could give us the inside track on, on that particularly. I mean, is, it, uh, is do I really have to make my whole website mobile-friendly, even when the industry itself can't decide what screen sizes it wants to use?
0: Yeah, um, it's a good question. I mean, certainly the the trend has been more and more towards the the use of the smartphones and mobile devices in general, tablets, mini tablets, uh, as a means of uh, accessing the web and and, websites that are on the web. Uh, However, to to really uh, answer that question for a particular organization – yeah you would really want to look at your website's mobile usage statistics so for example ah, the amount of
1: very good.
0: users that, that, so the amount of mobile device users can vary widely so it will depend on your business if a good percentage of visitors are on mobile devices then it's most likely worth the investment to make it easier for these potential and existing co- customers to find and use the information they're looking for uh for screen size that issue can be solved if your website is designed to be uh, to be responsive. Uh, a responsive mm-hmm. design means that the website is designed to rearrange its content depending on the device's screen size, whether that's a smartphone, uh. a tablet, or the desktop computer. So it's it's mm-hmm. one design that kind of automatically reconfigures itself and retains those key elements of your branding and your your messaging.
1: Uh. So it's sort of like a it's sort of like a good husband who, who finds himself uh, adapting himself to his wife's various moods, right?
0: Absolutely, he's very good with the uh, honeydew list. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, really the, the responsive. When 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 mobile first kind of came, you know, out as a as a as a phenomenon that people had to, uh, you know, be aware of and and try to uh, make sure their website. Had a mobile website uh, option. Mm. Often it was a, an entirely separate website, and so you had to manage the content in two separate.
1: Oh.
0: With responsive, oh, I
1: could. Yeah. Content
0: is managed in one one location, but it it is presented to different users on different devices in a in an optimal or optimized fashion. So you you might hear the term "is your site mobile optimized?" and and oh. if. It's Website. The answer to that is yes.
1: I see. Okay. So there really is. We we now have have made the adaptation uh, a lot easier than one might think if you uh, set yourself on onto uh, that track. That's that's good. Well, you know, I uh, have have asked you uh, beforehand uh, to take a look at our own website, Bart'sBooks.com, and frankly, we we've just given up going mobile friendly and. We, we've got this huge bookstore and several other services, and it, it just seemed too much. And you have said one thing that we can rescale. Are there some other? Uh, first of all, should I ask? Let me ask. You have looked at, at BartsBooks.com, Do you think it could be mobile friendly? And are there one or two rules for adaptation that people should be thinking about?
0: Yeah. Well, with with your with your website in particular. Uh, and and I I won't take up too much of our time here on that, but you know, happy to have a a follow up conversation with you to just give you the benefit of our uh, review of the site. And uh, you know, basically any any website can be made uh, mobile optimized. Uh, mm-hmm. Often, as part of that initiative, it's an opportunity to. And anytime you're considering sort of redesigning your website, it's an opportunity to take a fresh look at. Your just overall uh, branding, your overall messaging. What are you trying to convey? Uh, what What's the ultimate goal of the website? In some cases, it's more you know informative, and we'd like to get them to give us a call because we're not really selling something right on the site. Uh, on the other hand, you might be selling stuff right on the site that's an e-commerce thing. So your your goal there is to convert the website viewer into a customer, and there's ways to right. sort of funnel to various Calls to action: uh, Click on this. Uh, you know, start browsing the books that we have available. Make it very easy. Make it very intuitive, intuitive for them to get uh, where where you'd like them to get. Uh, also, make it, it easy for them to contact you if they want to follow up. And often, you do want to have that more. Bob, I think
1: that's. I'm. Oh, I'm really glad you said that, and, and I'm going to put you put that down as a quilt moment so ladies and gentlemen i'd like you to take your uh pens and dip them in your inkwell and write what rob has just mentioned that you have to look at your site and and or anything that you publish and put out there and say what is the goal what do i want my uh viewer listener person in front of me audience what do i want them to do and he's, Rob, just given us two different, entirely different uh, sort of action responses that you're seeking. And you have to, if you're speaking or writing or presenting without knowing what you want to have done, believe me, they won't do it. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Rob, before we uh, go on to the, to our uh, mid-show break, I did want to ask you one thing. And that is, we all have heard the thing, the, the numbers that you've got. Ten point four two seconds, or whatever the magic number is, to grab a viewer's attention when he comes to your site, and otherwise he's gone. Is, is that really true? Is is that how visitors are using the the, the net today?
0: Yeah, I I think there's it's, there's two parts to that. One one is that mm-hmm. you know you have to understand what's the website visitor's motivation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is really serious about. Uh, Delving into and, and learning more and researching a certain topic, and, and you're one of the uh, best resources for that topic. Uh, they're going to spend a lot more than 10.42 seconds on your site, uh, right. uh, un, un, unless. Unle- and we'll probably get into this later. You know, un- unless your site has some of the uh, uh, classic, uh, you know, don'ts in the world of do's and don'ts uh, on websites. Mm-hmm. But you know, in general, a website's purpose. You know, hasn't changed from from day one, which is to inform, educate, and persuade. Uh, just to use three okay. kind of uh, uh, key terms. Subjective there. verbs, right? <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and and ha- ha- how how that is uh, able to be uh, manifested and implemented has changed over time because technology goes on, and there's always new methods to inform, educate, and persuade. So, you know, whereas nowadays you you're seeing a a lot more of a uh almost like a three hundred and sixty degree approach where people are also integrating social media websites uh yeah. the, and, and and some more customer participation type of things. Uh there's also the new web technologies. Uh for a while there, you know, Flash was all the rage and it was one of the only oh, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. For being able to have animation and that type of active content. But nowadays, you have uh, newer technologies that are more compatible over a greater variety of devices like HTML5. Uh, You have, we we spoke briefly about responsive design. Uh, You know, we've got these newer uh, cloud based technologies and applications that are out there. Uh, You know, the ability to syndicate your content. Uh, you know, the,
1: the, the the list goes on and on, and I we're coming to the point, uh, uh, Rob, for the midpoint of today's feast, and so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for us to take a brief survey, and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today, and <coughs> excuse me, and that firm is Prometheus Publishing creator of, among many other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and explore a wide wealth of very practical wisdom from business masters, and today Prometheus Publishing invites you to come and visit their bookstore and browse around through so that 's how they do it and friends i 've got to tell you, this is one of my favorite book projects that, that the company's done because well because it's because of the readership, this book was designed for those folks that we at barts Burner books term, the energized elite. You and you guys know who you are. These this is the individual who's really willing to find a satisfying, fulfilling career and willing to put in the time and build it for him or herself and just and you want that better tool. You want how to apply it to your own job in business. So we asked uh some of the top achievers in business How do you do certain things? And they told us, well, here's how we do it. So it's a smorgasbord of tactics, and I invite all of you who want to be business masters and are on your way there to look through the tactics and the disciplines and the attitude changes and the many examples that lie within. So that's how they do it. And you may find that with all the other books at BartsBooks.com. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and all of us enjoying the festive lights of this giving season, we are back with Mr. Rob Frieda, CEO of the Princeton Internet Group, as he is guiding us through the new generation of web making and web using. And one quick thing, Rob. Uh, I keep hearing that uh, any idiot can build a website, and we, there's free and easy templates, and they abound. And then every time I go to make a change, I, I say, "Well, it's not in the template, or you've got to go and talk to somebody in the Philippines, or, or talk to my builder um, who, exp- who has a marvelous list of expensive changes for me." And, could, could you talk to us a little bit about content management systems that is helping people take control of their own website in house?
0: Sure, sure, yeah. So a couple of things you touched on. Uh I'll start with the uh you know, the, the free and easy templates uh uh thing. So to to cite an analogy there, you know, if somebody buys a stethoscope, they're not automatically a doctor. Right? So the, 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 right. The, you 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 need technique and wisdom on how and when to use the tool. Uh, Technique and wisdom or skill are are what you're really buying uh, for professional website design and development services. And that isn't included merely by a template or web design software. Um, So the CMS or content management system, which is kind of like the uh, uh, broad category of all these types of tools that are out there, WordPress, uh, Drupal, Joomla, etc. Uh, with WordPress probably being the, the the most popular now, the most widely adopted CMS, um, the 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 idea of using a tool like this to have in-house control over your content really boils down to how suitable the CMS is for your website, uh, including um, your set and your, and your comfort level. Uh, so I, I, on one extreme, uh, a website update could be like using a word processor type of environment, a WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get huh. to make content changes. You don't have to know any HTML coding or, or right, whatever. Right. Uh, however, certain types of updates that you might want or a certain type of web page or layout, uh, a seemingly simple content change may may actually require more technical uh, skills and, and knowledge of the programming languages behind the scenes of a website like HTML, CSS, uh, or JavaScript. So it really I depends see. on the CMS, the task at hand, and your comfort level. Like a glove, size doesn't and can't fit all. So it depends on what your website does and how the CMS is built to let you make those updates. And, and again, that that's a reason why companies like ours exist to help guide our clients into help making... bring them
1: through. Easier. Sure. Well, you know, th- could you give us... Uh, a little bit. I'd like to know uh, you, you were talking about uh, some of the dos and don'ts, and I'd like to hear this. Could you give us uh, maybe somebody who is doing it right, and one, two, one or two, one, two, a uh, couple of items that really are doing well with websites today, and then we'll follow up with uh, a couple of real blunders to avoid. So, what are some of the good things that you see people doing now?
0: Yeah. So, so you know, as for uh, I, to me, a, a good website is one that you know you, you come to the website you mentioned earlier. You know, like this 10 second, uh, which some people think it's three seconds, some people don't even put a time on it. The the general idea, just like it is in in, in marketing and advertising in general. So, a, a well made ad, for example, is one that's going to engage uh, the the uh, visitor uh, or the viewer. It's going to uh, You know, get your message across, so your messaging needs to be, uh, you know, well thought out. Uh, In the case of a website, of course, you're dealing with, uh, you know, a layered uh, access to information, so the the navigation or the menuing should be very intuitive. I should be able to tell Mm. at a glance how to get down into different types of information. If I want to start browsing, you know, if it's a product-based site, right off the bat, You know, you should probably be featuring some of your products right there, and it should be very obvious. Right on the front. Mm -hmm. Before I go to to shop or to browse, um, you know, uh, if if I want to find out about the company or the history of the company, there should be something that tells me about that. If I want to jump right into uh, contacting the company, there should be a a clear uh, navigation to get me towards that. And then, again, you want to take advantage of the technologies that abound, you know, uh, having Google Mm -hmm. Maps, is generally a good idea, so I can get oh, driving yeah, directions. Oh no, sure.
1: I could see um, that. Uh,
0: you know, uh, some of the some of the don'ts would be, uh, you know, avoiding some of these pitfalls that could cause somebody to glaze over when they visit your website. You certainly don't want that. So, you know, the the, the classic uh, uh, example of the flaming logo. You know, there were even uh, <laughs> tele- commercials that would make fun of that. Or you know, people putting on the cutesy dog dog and pony show flash uh, introduction that it's like forcing the user to watch a, a thirty second or you know maybe longer production uh, before they even have the opportunity to uh, interact with the website at their own leisure, their own discretion, which is yeah. really what you want you want the user to be to be in, in control. Uh, yes, you uh-huh. are presenting a message and your branding, but they also want to feel like they have the ability to kind of uh jump into the area that they want to jump into. Maybe you have a blog on your site and they want to see some of your latest and greatest uh thinking on uh on the topics that you are expert in. Well that's that's why you would um, have a blog.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know Rob, you just said something that I really want to reiterate and, and uh and that is the user wants to feel that he's in control. He doesn't want to be rested and felt like he's being carried down some glorious, clever little Madison Avenue maze. He wants to feel that he can go where he wants to go when he does. And I, boy, am I glad you put that out. And, Rob, I know that uh, there's there's many... Um, there's so much more I want, to, I want to ask. I want to ask about videos and a million things. But I think the most important thing right now is I know many of our listeners out there truly need your expertise, and I count myself among them. So how might folks uh, who are listening out there get in touch with you to get themselves a website that, they're, that they and their company really deserve?
0: I I I'm, I'm, I appreciate that uh and uh yeah so the, the the easiest way to get in touch with uh Princeton internet group and 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 me is to visit our website which is www.pingsite, dot com. uh and then on there you can also email or you can call me directly i'd be happy to speak to uh any of your uh listeners the good folks out there in the cyber world And they can call me directly at 609-452-1667, extension 101.
1: All righty. Well, I thank you so much for coming coming by today and telling us, uh, enlightening all of us out there and making us realize how, A, how important websites are and, B, some of the things that uh, all of us (laughs) should really be attending to. So I thank you very much for coming by.
0: It was my pleasure.
1: Wonderful. And uh, we're going to have to have you back again, because heaven knows we all need work on this one. So as we round out today's show, uh, let me leave you with today's business quotation. Uh, And uh, I hope you won't accuse me of bending toward the political as I say this one, but this one is, our major obligation is not to mistake slogans for solutions. And as a hint, the author of these words, were well, they were spoken by one of newscastings' greats. Let's just put it that way. And remember, if you know the name of this uh, author, just write his name down and send it as as you believe him to be to to info i n f o at b a r t s b o o k s dot com. And to you will win an absolutely astounding life changing gift from the Dungeons of Bart's Books bookstore if you are correct. And finally, as a parting shot. In the words of my wife's husband, allow me to say, a broker is an investor with the courage to seek personal profits by risking other people's money. So to all you faithful listeners, I hope you've enjoyed today's Art of the CEO show as much as Rob and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this and all our episodes at blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo. And next week, do tune in to blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO to hear one of the most courageous warriors, Mr. Mel Duncan, founder of the Nonviolent Peace Force, who trains unarmed soldiers to peacefully stand in in the face of war and halt its horrors. You do not want to miss this man or this show. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you.